All right, tough loss for the Los Angeles Lakers. Close out the first half of the season with a loss to the Sacramento Kings, 123-120 to the final score. So Lakers will wrap up the uh, first half 24-13. and uh, Tough game, great fight from the Lakers. Um, I-, I certainly appreciated the competition. I appreciated the way Kuzma and Alfonso McKenney and THT and Dennis Schroeder, Montrezl, go down the list of all these Laker players that brought it tonight. Um, give us one of those players. What, give us just Alex Caruso tonight out of the four that we're missing. I think the Lakers come up with a win. Um, 877-710-ESPN. We'll take some of your phone calls, of course. Hit me on Twitter if you got thoughts on the game, and I know I already got a lot of tweets lined up. Uh, at Alan Sliwa. We'll read some of these tweets as the show progresses, and I know there's uh, some great topics that come from it. Um, okay, th- this is this is the main thing. The main thing I want to say is it's a loss, and this is how the uh, first half of the season ends. But, damn, I got to be honest, I'm ready for the second half. And, you know, we got to wait here. It's going to be uh, eight, nine days before the Lakers have another game. But don't you just kind of feel – that, all right, now we have a good idea of what this team is. Now we have a good idea that, uh, of course, we know this. This is real, true competitions. It's got a chance to go get championship number 18 and, and win back-to-back. Did this one hurt? Yes, it did. <laughs> no, I'm not going to sugarcoat that one at all. This one definitely hurt for the Lakers. But I think you just look at the big picture and you understand, yeah, this team is one of a very, very uh, small list of teams that got a real opportunity to win a championship this year. And, you know, listen, Montrez, th- play this guy 30-plus minutes until Anthony Davis comes back. Um, Montrez Harrell and Dennis Schroeder are going to be so key in the second half. How great was Kuzma tonight? By the way, Kuz, you, you don't have to have performances like the 25 and 12 that you did tonight, 10 and 20 from the field every night. Um, make it 15 and 8, and the Lakers are good to go, and they're good to go long-term. So there's uh, there's certainly a lot to kind of look look back on in the first half of the season. So as we kind of walk through this post game show, keep a combination of talking about the first half of the year, and then obviously you could talk about uh, this game specifically. Let me take a, a couple quick phone calls here to get things uh, started. Here, this is the Pizza Hut Lakers post game show. Let's start off with uh, let's start off with Ken in Newport Beach. What's going on, Ken? Oh, hi, Alan. Uh, thanks for taking my call. You got it, man. I have a problem with the coaching tonight. Let me explain. Mm-hmm. The Lakers basically have five proven players. They had the four starters, and they had Trez. Now, for some unknown reason, at the seven-minute mark, with the Lakers up by 12, Vogel pulled his starters and put in Matthews, who hadn't scored a point in four games and is no longer an NBA player. They put in Dudley, nice guy, but not a great player. They put in McKinley. A rookie, maybe someday be good. The entire momentum of the game changed. At the half, the Lakers starters were a plus 48. The bench was a minus 46. Then he did the same thing in the end of the third quarter. The Lakers should have won this game by 10 points. Every one of those starters should have played 41 to 43 minutes, not 31 to 33 minutes. You can't play Matthews. You can't play Dudley. You can't play McKenna. They got seven days off. Can, They're can, not 36 can I, years old. I, w- I want to cut you off, and I appreciate you calling in. Um, let me give my thoughts real quick, and I, I want to answer a couple calls. Um, 
Montrez Harrell came off the bench. Montrez Harrell had 26 and 13, so that's one player. You know, obviously we can't count to the mix from a bench perspective. Alfonso McKenney was fantastic tonight for the Lakers. He really was. I mean, he gave them some great minutes. Uh, and you're not going to probably play your starters 40-plus minutes. KCP is not playing 40-plus minutes. Neither is Markeith Morris. Um, Damian Jones only played 15 minutes. There's a reason for that. I do agree the the Kuzma and Dennis Schroeder were fantastic, but there's also kind of pacing your guys here to make sure that they can go towards the end. Um, don't worry about offense. Defense is, you know, he gave up 123 points. I think that has a lot to do, obviously, with uh, with partially uh, the loss here. Danny in L.A., what's going on, Danny? How are you doing? Thank you for taking my call. You got it, man. Um, one thing that, that I, like, I, I keep bringing up and keep harping is uh, Wes Matthews. Yeah, but, um, by the way, Danny, you're not the only one. I'm getting a lot of tweets on Wesley Matthews. Keep going. No, I, I do totally understand. It's, it's, the same, it's, it's the same thing over and over again. Maybe they should sit this guy out again and give uh, you know McKinney or somebody else you know those minutes because he's not cutting it. Well, I, I'll tell you this, and I appreciate you calling in. I'll tell you that I don't think for a second that as we get into the second half of the season, if coach doesn't see value in Wesley Matthews on a night in, night out basis, when I say value as in every minute that you're in there, are you doing something where I have a reason to keep you in? And if Wesley Matthews isn't hitting jumpers or even looking to shoot jumpers and has a couple turnovers or whatever the case is, then obviously there's not much value of having him in the game. Lakers were missing four players. I think Wesley Matthews will not be, unless something turns around, won't be a guy that they probably depend on more and more as we get to the second half of the season. I think tonight they did. Um, I think these past couple couple of games they might have because they're hoping to try to get him going. But the reality is he has not delivered. So I don't want to sugarcoat it because he has not delivered. Um, you know, I'm, I'm reading a couple tweets right now, um, and some of them specifically, specifically talking about um, Memo says on uh, Twitter – Matthew should sit the pine. Um, and, and he goes on to talk a little bit about uh, KCP needs to do more. I get it. I get the Wesley Matthews, some of the frustration when it comes to Wesley Matthews. And I don't have an answer for you, but one thing that I have noticed with Coach last year and this year, um, you don't get minutes unless they're earned. So let's see how that changes in the second half. Uh, one more quick call. Manuel in uh, Gardena. Manuel, what's going on, man? Thank you for calling in. All night, Allen. The flea stack. Allen Slee were making stacks, dropping Lakers stacks. How the hell are you, my man? I'm doing good. I wanted this one tonight, Manuel. Got to be honest. I wanted this one. I, I They were, they had a legitimate shot at winning it. It would have been a great way to close out, the uh, obviously, the first half of the season. They'll be fine, but th- this one kind of hurt because they, they were so close. So I was listening to UNMT, mm-hmm. you know, in the pregame, and um, – they did a lot of what MT did, man. I'm kind of like you, you know. I don't think there's really any big deal here. I was kind of happy with the boys and their efforts tonight. I know some guys, you know, um, rhymes with MC Ren and uh, in a beach community may want the Lakers to go like 82-0 and 0 and everybody to have like the plus 1,000 marks. But, man, I think like the team just getting time to play out there Cats like Wes Matthews, you know. How about Alfonso McKinney tonight? His game, mm-hmm. You know, uh, Palenka is going to take care of it, but I think we got to give these guys a shot, man. Four starters were out. You know, I, I think it was a good game, and it sucked that we lost, but 
We'll be fine. Manuel, we got a uh, a great second half of the season coming up. Let me just put it that way. Appreciate you calling in. For all you Laker fans, we have the ultimate game for your man cave in celebration of the All-Star game this Sunday. We're giving away a Lakers edition Papa Shot arcade basketball game valued at $369. Make sure to listen this Thursday and Friday for your chance to win your very own Lakers edition Papa Shot arcade game. We'll give away one each day. 710 ESPN's All-Star coverage is brought to you by Santa Monica Lincoln, your Los Angeles Lincoln dealership for sales and service. Lakers lose to the Kings 123-120. to um, 877-710-ESPN. Hit me up on Twitter at Alan Sliwa, head coach Frank Vogel, when we come back. This is the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Lakers lose 123-120 to to the Sacramento Kings. You're listening to KSPN Los Angeles. The defensive play of the game is brought to you by Adriana's Insurance. Win and save on your auto insurance. And only Adriana's Insurance can guarantee it. We give you more options, unique offers, and exclusive opportunities to get the coverage you need at the best price. Visit SaveWithAdrianas.com today. Adriana's Insurance. More options, no contracts, just savings. Big play, Dennis Schroeder defensively in the first half. There's Buddy, uh, or I'm sorry, De'Aaron Fox dribbling left. Fox on the left baseline. Damian Jones picks him up. He loses it. Good defense by Jones. Here comes Schroeder the other way. Schroeder down the middle all the way. Puts it up and in. He's six for six. And Dennis Schroeder puts the Lakers up by three. Had that game, Laker fans. Had that game. By the way, for the Lakers, seven steals, three block shots. But not enough defense. Let's not uh, let's not try to make this sound like the Lakers did play enough defense. Um, but at, listen, Manuel was just talking about uh, from Gardino was talking about how hey, just kind of look at this game and big picture. I'm ready for the second half. I, I really, really am. I, I feel good about where the Lakers are. Yes, I want them to win these games. You know, something that I'm getting a lot on Twitter. Um, not me, Sky on Twitter. Horrible officiating. Um, Harry Burner says, happy all-star break is here. Can't wait to get the full band back together. Um, you know, reading off a couple of these, I, I will say there's a lot of people that are not too crazy about, um, the refereeing. I, I don't want to say, I hate putting things on the referees, but gosh, are they ruining the flow of the game? There's so much good basketball going on. There's a game earlier today, Donovan Mitchell got thrown out against the Philadelphia 76ers, and Donovan Mitchell in his post-game conference pretty much said, yeah, we should have won the game. Uh, I blame it on the referees, as in because he got thrown out. Yesterday we talked about this, Devin Booker getting thrown out in that Lakers game. This game, I, I'm still waiting to you know, kind of get the official word on this, Buddy Hill took a three-pointer in this game, and his foot was on the line. They gave him a three-pointer, and they didn't go back and review it. They didn't review, which they review, it seems like, every other play now in the NBA, but they chose not to review that one. Not, I'm not saying they chose not to review it purposely. I'm just saying that what you don't want after games is to be talking about the refereeing. 
that's not a good sign. That's not what you want. You want you want to be talking about the game. You want to be talking about mistakes and uh, praise the players and everything else. That didn't happen tonight. Um, all right, let's uh, let's take a listen to Lakers head coach Frank Vogel. He'll give his thoughts on the Lakers' 123 to 120 loss against the Sacramento Kings. Hey Frank, with the guys that were out, you had that kind of the expected stepping up of whether it was Schroeder and Har- and Harrell and Kuz in particular. Uh, what did you see from an overall framework of the rotations and guys trying to figure things out, especially as it got down the stretch there? Yeah, I was proud of uh, of our our team's effort and fight. In a game, we got three starters out, second night of back to back. Uh, against a team that's been off for two days. Um, you know, I think we came out of the gates really strong. Um, weren't able to sustain our, our defensive, uh, you know, proficiency throughout uh, most of the game, in particular getting stops down the stretch. But, um, you know, I thought our effort, you know, and, uh, and willingness to play for each other with 26 assists, um, trying to play team first basketball was uh, really at a high level tonight. And I'm, I'm really proud of our guys, even in the loss. Frank, and not to dwell on it, but Spectrum showed a, a Buddy Heel three from the second quarter a few times. Uh, I just wondered if that got to you and if you got an explanation. Yeah, we 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 told the told the uh, the officials about it. They said they turned it into Secaucus, and then they they gave us some some excuse that uh, too much time had passed that they can't reverse it at that point. So, um, you know, when when you got a one point game down the stretch, that's very disappointing that that uh you know they weren't they weren't able to look look at that. Um, you know, but that's what. That's what they told us during the game or after, you know, uh, after the game or during the game, they were telling my system. Dave. Frank, was there any real-time communication with the the guys who are out, uh, LeBron, AD, Mark, you know, are they checking with you guys at halftime or are they passing any word on to the team after the game ended? Uh, no. And follow uh, McKinney, uh, what, what gave you the idea? I know you guys were under man, but um, the idea to give him extended minutes tonight and what do you think of his performance? Yeah, well, he's a good player. And, um, you know, he's been sort of buried with our depth here, um, but he's maintained a, a great attitude. We've been a true pro coming and get his work in every day, uh, really trying to show what he can do in the practices or pickup games, guys playing off days. And, um, you know, we've been looking for an opportunity to get him in there, you know, without, uh, you know, some planting one of the rotation guys. And, um, you know, tonight was the night. So it was a good opportunity for it. And I thought he played really well, you know, um, especially crashing the boards, um, made a couple buckets for us, played solid defense and, um, you know, really made a case for more minutes. Kyle. Frank, maybe I don't even ask about this, uh, you know, except for, you know, last night there was a, a game where officiating played a big role. But between, you know, the review today that you were just talking about, the tech on Trez, which appeared to, to us to be in, related to calling and one, seems very common. Um, are you surprised in the last two games by the way officiating has affected the games? No, I don't worry about the officials. It's out of our control. And and just an unrelated follow-up, um, how, how is this – lost received in the locker room where guys sort of like, you know what, we're ready for break or were they legitimately disappointed that they had let guys, it go? Guys are hurt. They're hurting. They, they, they competed their tails off. You know, they fought hard enough to, to get a win and, um, you know, the ball bounces on, a, on a, the rim three times. And with the game on the line, we have a couple pullbacks right there. Uh, just weren't able to close it out, but our guys wanted to win this game very badly and, uh, and they're disappointed. Bill? Hey, Frank, um, breaks have been so few and far between for you guys over the last 18 months or something. Um, eight days in the grand scheme of things isn't a lot 
but does it feel like that could be a really meaningful stretch for, for your guys? And, and, and what's the most important thing for your players to do with that time? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, they're going to meet with, uh, you know, the, the sports performance team, you know, to talk about not deconditioning too much, uh, but making sure that, you know, they're getting the, the appropriate rest. And eight, day, eight days does feel like a long time. Uh, for me in particular, it feels that way. But I think our whole group is, is uh, welcoming this break. And, um, you know, we're going to have to just make sure we're only going to have one practice before we start playing games again. So, you know, the, the not deconditioning and the making sure that, you know, guys are able to get uh, appropriate work in uh, the two or three days uh, leading up to our return. You know, that's an important uh, uh, part of this, this break here. But, uh, you know, definitely a welcome break for all of us. Frank, I've been deconditioning for 35 years. If any of you guys need tips on what not to do. I was going to tell you that, Bill, but I don't want to offend you. Dan, I'm stunned to learn that's a thing. I didn't know. I just assumed I was still my best self. Um, Frank, how do you how do you kind of judge the, these 37 games? Um, I know you've you've said big picture to us probably a hundred times so far this season. Um, but if you can take a step back and look at it, I mean, obviously three and seven in the last ten, uh, some struggles a little before that, but winning. Kind of where are you guys at? Uh, very confident. In, in what we can accomplish this year. Um, you know, this the season is a marathon. Uh, it's about looking at a lot of different combinations and uh, integrating new players and building habits uh, that are going to win for you in the playoffs, you know, and, and whether you're winning or losing, uh, you have a growth mindset, you know. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm not concerned with uh, the recent losses. You know, our guys are competing while we're under man and guys are getting more opportunity. And those guys are getting, that are getting opportunities uh, are growing in our system. You know, so, um, you know, very, very confident uh, in what we can accomplish this year. Frank, obviously, the the last two games notwithstanding, I mean, you guys are still the number one team defensively in this league. Um, considering the lack of break, considering the sort of the mental tax that guys have talked about, how encouraging is it that that side of the ball hasn't really suffered that much? Well, if you put Anthony Davis and LeBron James and, you know, Schroeder and Trez and, and Mark and you know, KCP Kuz, the offensive firepower that we have on this team um, come playoff time uh, with an elite defense, if you pair the two of them, you know, we can do special things. So uh, you know, the care factor is going to remain at a high level uh, on the defensive side of the ball. And, um, you know, it's going to be something that uh, we take into the playoffs, uh, knowing that, we, that will help us win games. Okay, we're going to go last two here. We'll take uh, BT and then we'll take Yovan. How you doing, Frank? All right. Good. The virus is still out there. And with this break, how much have you guys talked about telling guys, make sure you still stay safe, you still do things the right way during this time off? Yeah, it's, just, it's part of the message going into the break is, you know, to, to be mindful, uh, still adhere to the protocols, um, you know, get away uh, as safely as possible and, and, you know, still be minimal in, in what, what types of things you're doing uh, away from the team. You know, I, I don't think anybody wants to get this virus and, and certainly no one wants to bring it, uh, bring it back with them, um, you know, in our return. Uh, so that is part of the message. Last question, Yovan. Hey, Frank, um, I'm curious, what have you seen from Damien these last three games? And I believe his 10 day is going to be uh, expiring soon. So do you view him as a potential long term fit here? Yeah, we'll see. You know, um, I'm not I'm not certain about what we're going to do, but I, I think he's played very well uh, in the opportunities that he's gotten. 
and um, you know, and it showed us a lot. You know, he's uh, he's got great size. Um, he's a wonderful young man. Uh, you know, to be around uh, our team and, and a culture fit, and he's got a skill a skill set. You know, that fits the the modern NBA. So you know. Uh, I would say he should be optimistic about what's ahead of him. All right, that's uh, Lakers head coach Frank Vogel right there. Lakers lose 123-120. to 120. couple things I want to hit on from what Coach mentioned on just the Lakers team performance and how they're feeling in that locker room. That's probably one thing that I, I want to highlight the most. We'll do that coming up next. Stay right here. This is the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Points in the Paint all season long is sponsored by Vista Paint. Right now, local residents can take 40% off on factory direct high-quality Vista Paint products. A Vista Paint team member will show you how locally owned, manufactured, and operated since 1956. Vista Paint. Lakers uh, actually lose the points in the paint battle 64 to 62. Both uh, both teams doing a lot of their damage inside the paint. Uh, Dr. Ari Fermandi on Twitter says it was a good game. Lakers fought hard. I am not disappointed with the result given the injuries. One more I want to read here. Uh, George Collins on Twitter. This is what it looks like when players have to compensate and play outside their roles. The team needs to be healthy so everyone can go back to limited, defined contributions. Uh, contributions shooting from their spots, rotating how they're trained, no freelancing. Um, Coach mentioned something there, just kind of giving his thoughts on the first half of the season. And I would – one thing I guess I would take away, and he he talked about how a lot of these players inside of that locker room are upset about this loss tonight, but that they're also excited about what's to come. That's kind of how I look at it. Um, You know, Kuzma tonight had such a great game, and – so did Montrez Harrell. So did Dennis Schroeder. Um, Sacramento's not a good team. They lost 10 of 11 coming into this game, six in a row at uh, at Golden One Center, you know, on their home court. But they're still professionals. I mean, they still got Buddy Hield and De'Aaron Fox and Marvin Bagley and Harrison Barnes. I mean, they're still a team that can be a threat on any given night if your team is not healthy. So I, I kind of walk away from this game and walk away from this season with more confidence about something I've been saying for the last couple of weeks. Just let the season keep progressing. As we get closer to the playoffs, Lakers get healthy. Um, they're still the team to beat. Let's go to uh, Kyle Kuzma, get his thoughts on this Lakers 123-120 uh, to loss, and also get his thoughts on his performance. Kuzma ended up tonight with 25 points and 12 rebounds. Hey, Kuzma, I wanted to kind of fast forward to the fourth quarter, and you guys were going back and forth. What were you noticing about the way you and Dennis and Trez were uh, getting shots and then trying to get stops in this new configuration, a lineup that you haven't really spent much time together with? 
Uh, I think the offense wasn't really the issue. It was obviously a little bit of the defense. Um, you know, just throughout the game, we had a few mental lapses, a um, few plays where we knew that they were coming and they ran multiple times and um, we just didn't, um, we didn't stop them. Um, you know, offensively, it wasn't an issue, you know, scoring 118, 120, you know, that's a, that's a high uh, rating. So, you know, for us, it's uh, defensively. So you've shown this before in times that LeBron and AD haven't played, you know, 25 and 13 tonight, still efficient offensively, Kyle. How have you managed this balance of having that in you and then, you know, feel, being comfortable and confident still going to be the role player uh, when needed? How, how have you walked back and forth with those things? Um, you know, that, that's just me. You know, I'm not just a rebounder or just a role player, you know, but I, I'll, I'll fill in anywhere the team needs me. Um, you know, that's just the type of person I am. Uh, I want to win games and, and um, you know, wherever the team needs me, they need me. But, um, you know, I can still score um, if, um, you know, if, 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 if needed. Dan? Because um, what, what do you – I guess if I could ask you to take a step back a little bit as you guys head into the break, um, where do you think this team is at? Obviously, best defense in the league. Offensively, probably a little disappointing. Um, I guess kind of where are you guys at? And um, considering everything, how do you think you guys kind of fared through this first half of the schedule? Uh, I think it was a win, honestly, uh, for the first half of the season for us. You know, we only had 71 days um, since winning a championship. Uh, shortest offseason in NBA history. And for us to have an old veteran team and um, not a lot of time in, the, in that 71 days for um, offseason development to come in and um, fight how we did all year at <clears throat> new parts in, you know, it's a win. Um, you know, we had injuries. Um, you know, I've been banged up the past, you know, two, three weeks. Obviously, Bron uh, playing through it, banged up AD, not having Dennis, you know, <clears throat> it's a win. So, uh, we just got to get healthy and, um, you know, I'm excited to see what our, what our team does in the second half when everybody's back, you know, very excited. Dave. Kyle, how much are you monitoring just the, the general news when it comes to the virus and, you know, the second half of the, of the season, you guys will be potentially playing for home court advantage. And have you thought about what it would like, what it would be like to play a playoff game without fans potentially being in California or wondering if, you know, uh, the, the rules could change between now and May. Oh man. I mean, I, I hopefully they change. I mean, you see, um, <clears throat> you see with the vaccines coming out, um, you know, and, and it's having a good success rate and um, other States are opening up and, you know, hopefully California does it. Hopefully governor, governor Newsom, um, you know, you know, gets it together. So um, hopefully we'll see, you know, a lot of, a lot of teams in the NBA, they're opening up having um, minimal fans. And um, I'm sure that we, we would want fans too, uh, you know, especially with us, the great Laker nation. Um, haven't got the, the chance to really share and be with us all year after winning the championship. And I know they're missing us and we're missing them too. So, um, you know, hopefully uh, Governor Newsom and them, um, you know, continue with the vaccines and, you know, it, uh, it it gets a certain amount of spread so we can have fans. Kyle. Hey Kyle, um, just wondering how you bruised that ankle, um, what you went through last night and what you went through today to get right for the game. Oh, that's an excellent question. 
it's an excellent question. So, um, <clears throat> no, I got hurt a little bit um, in that Warriors game, going down on the rebound, and um, you know, I got a little bone bruise. But um, today was today was very exciting for me. Um, you know, it started out getting treatment, um, waking up to a nap, had an inconclusive test, sat in my room for four hours. Uh, didn't get into the arena till 30 minutes on the clock and um, test my ankle out, test my foot out and uh, got on the court. Um, you know, had an inconclusive test. You know, they ran it three, four times negative. And um, yeah, so I had a very eventful day. So I'm sorry. How, how did you how did you get to the arena? When did you learn you could leave the hotel? And, and are you like speeding in a car or a bus over to the arena to get there? Um, no, uh, running over, running, running to the arena. Um, you know, I, I, I didn't get clearance until <clears throat> it was probably 45 minutes to the game. I got to the arena, uh, went out onto the court for three to five minutes to see if my foot was okay and strapped it up. So, um, yeah. Michael Duarte. Sorry, I was writing what Kuz was saying. Uh, Kuz, I think a lot of us were hoping you'd get that final shot tonight with your history of, of beating the buzzer so many times. Uh, was that last play drawn up for you? And, and it looked like it was online, just a little short. What did you see from your angle? Uh, yeah, that was a great, uh, great play. Um, you know, that's a play that we run a lot of times for LeBron. Uh, when we have in the game moments. And um, I got a great look. I got a great look and it was on target. Um, you know, left it a little bit short, um, but you know, it was a great look. Thought it was going in. Kahari Jones. Hey, what's going on, Cal? Uh, you, you just spoke a little bit about uh, the vaccine and you know fans coming back, some things of that nature. You, you you've always been the one that to speak out on, on on different platforms. Is that something that you want to continue to do more? Just speak out on on different things that's going on. Um. Yeah. You know, when uh, whenever I have a chance to, whenever I think I, I should speak up. Um. You know. Um, obviously, uh, you know, I'm not scared to say what I want to say and how I feel. So, um, yeah, you know, those, those opportunities present themselves and, you know, I feel like, uh, there's a need for me to speak up and for people in, uh, this country that, um, don't have the platform I do and are, are unheard and, um, you know, when it comes. Uh, we just have the last follow-up. Um, last question is a follow-up from Dan. Who's, um, in reference to the vaccine, has there been a lot of talk among players about willingness to take it? Um, obviously, it sounds like you're pretty willing to take it. Uh, that was a, There was a report, I want to say, a few weeks ago that maybe there was some skepticism and stuff. Is that something you guys talk about a lot? And kind of what do you think the status is with that, not only among your teammates, but just kind of your peers around the league? Um, you know, we don't talk about too much, you know, we had a, we had a zoom call with, you know, a few doctors talking about the vaccine and, you know, obviously, um, in African American community, there's always a lot of skepticism or, you know, I probably said the word wrong, but whatever it is. Um, you were right. That's I was right. Oh, good job. Please. Um, yeah, you know, there's, there's a lot of that going on because the history of, um, you know, medicine and use with African Americans. So. Obviously, we have that there, but um, at the same time, um, I think, um, you know, what you don't know, you don't know. So, um, you know, obviously, over the past couple of weeks with the vaccine, um, 
you know, there's there's been good feedback and positive reports on it. So, um, you know, with the science there, you know, uh, you have to take a look at it. So. All right, that's uh, Kyle Kuzma right there. Great individual performance for Kuz tonight. I love what he said, too, when he talked about how when the team needs me to score, I'm there to score, but it just depends on what the team needs. So Kuz obviously sacrificing for what this Lakers team will need in the second half of the season. Lakers lose 123-120. to 120. Montrez Harrell coming up next. Thank you for tuning in. This is the Pizza Out Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. OGLA 2021 on Twitter. I'm not worried about the loss as long as I see we. As long as I see those three, Dennis, Kuz, and Montrez, Montrez filled up. We're good. It's a long season. Um, speaking of Montrez Harrell, Montrez on the night, coming off the bench, 33 minutes, 13 to 22 from the field. The guy's got to play 30-plus minutes a night if Anthony Davis is not in the lineup. He did it tonight. Yesterday only played 19 minutes, and you guys know how that went, and uh, obviously a lot of chatter about why he didn't play uh, more minutes. Made up for it tonight, had 26 points and 13 rebounds for the Lakers. Here's Montrez Harrell on the Lakers, 123-120 to loss against the Sacramento Kings. Hey, Trez, before the game, uh, Frank had referenced uh, a chat with you just about kind of, you know, starting lineup versus coming off the bench and, and playing time and all that. Was there anything that stood out to you and about the the comfortability maybe with coming off the bench as you've done the last couple of years and, and if that played into your thinking with the conversation? Um, honestly, I feel better coming off the bench. I get to see the game. I get to see the floor of the game. I get to see, um, you know, how certain things are being called, um, honestly. So... Uh, you know, I just felt more comfortable coming off the bench so I can actually get a feel for the game. I don't want to go in there and put myself in early foul trouble and uh, have us underman um, more than we already are. What did you think the difference was in tonight's game as you guys you know, tried to learn to play together on the fly in a sense, just with what the rotations were and sort of the chemistry that you started to find with Shooter um, as things got down to the end of crunch time there? Uh, honestly, I think it was a good game, man. Um, guys were able to, you know, get outside their comfort zone and do a couple more things. Um, then they're accustomed to doing their game. Um, you know, we played a tough game. Uh, you know, the ball was popping around early in the first quarter, um, kind of died down a little bit. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, we still put ourselves in a great chance and great opportunity to win the game. Um, you know, DS got a great look uh, towards the end. Um, honestly, I got an even better look and, uh, you know, literally just um, didn't get off my feet and uh, left it show on the rim, man. Um, there was a lot of chaos around there. I tried to just keep it alive. And then when I instantly, you know, kind of got in my hands after the first tip, you know, I just didn't get enough on it, man. So 
tough loss, man. But you know, we're we're about to go on a break, man. Guys are gonna be able to reset, man, and then we're gonna come back and you know be able to finish out the season with some great basketball. Trez, just zooming out, your thoughts on the first half of the season? Um, you know, good first half of the season. Uh, you know, we played through the ups and downs, through different adversity, um, from COVID to injuries, um, to you know, just learn a whole new team, man. Um, I think we got a lot more growing to do, and I think we're going to do that. Um, but, you know, this break is definitely a much needed one, and I think the guys are going to utilize it, and we're going to come back uh, prepared and ready to finish off the season. Jay? Travis, you've kind of been the battery for this team all year long, um, giving your energy to everybody else, even when, you know, there might not be fans in the stands or whatnot. What will you do to recharge uh, over the break? Um, I'll go home and be a dad, you know, be a family man, um, uh, uh, just be around, uh, you know, my loved ones, you know, that's what I'm, I'm going to do. Um, I'm not really going anywhere. Um, just going back home and just kind of, you know, just get away and disappear and just, uh, just be around my family. Dan. Trez, um, obviously last year, um, you had to adjust to playing with, with two stars this year with, with LeBron and AD. Um, now that you've made it halfway through the season, how do you think that process is going? Um, and, and where do you think there's still room for growth with you and this team? Um, honestly, I think it's room for growth for all of us, man. We're still learning a lot of different things about our team. Uh, you know, AD's been out of the lineup these last couple of games, so we was learning how to play without him. Uh, Marcus missed these past few games. We're learning without playing without him. Um, Brian didn't play tonight, uh, who is a huge part of our, you know, everything that we do in our whole culture of basketball um, in the Lakers organization. Uh, and we, you know, played a hard-fought, tough game uh, without him. So uh, we're still learning. We're still growing. And, you know, like I said, I think the first half of the season has been a good one. Um, but, you know, this break is a much-needed one because, you know, th these guys are still, you know, uh, you know, dealing with, you know, just different things that, you know, may have occurred from the short offseason and just the different turnaround that we had, man. But I think this break is going to give these guys a good chance to reset. And uh, like I said, we're going to come back ready to play some good basketball, finishing off the season uh, to, you know, make that push to try to do it again. Kyle. Hey, Trez. Um, last night, um, just wondering against Phoenix doing the starting rotation, how much did that kind of chop up your flow and into the game and, and did that crystallize any any conversations you had with Frank today of, about you know wanting to come off the bench? Um honestly, you know, I just did what the team asked me to do. Um, you know, other uh, last night on us wanted me to start in the lineup that we had. Um it, it was a weird flow of things. Uh, you know, they went smaller and coach felt like, you know, it was a lineup that he just wanted to have a lot more of, you know, his veteran guys, Keith does that you know kind of been in the rotation and kind of been in the system. Um, to finish out the game. Um, that's all it was, man. At the end of the day, uh, I, I just do whatever it takes for us to win, man. Um, at least that's what I try to do. Um, and, you know, whether that's, you know, scoring, rebounds, uh, loose balls, uh, extra possession, man, whatever it is. So, you know, that's all I do. And, and that's what I'm going to continue to try to keep doing um, as we go forward and as we come back after this break. All right, that's uh, Montrez Hill right there. Um, you know, listen, I, I there's something I love about watching him play, and really this Lakers team. There are times early on in the season where, you know, we'd be saying it, but you could tell this team is not bringing the full effort. Since they've gone down with some of these injuries, 
uh, these games have different purpose to them. They have different meaning to them. We get into that second half of the schedule. That's what's going to happen. What's going to happen is now each one of these games are going to count a little bit more. You still got two games against the Clippers. You still got the Brooklyn Nets. You got two more against the Utah Jazz. Phoenix that came into Staples yesterday, uh, you got two more games against the Suns. So this is what I get excited about for the second half of the season. And I don't want to devalue the first half, but the reality is when you're a team like the Lakers, yeah, you are You're dealing with the first half of the season different then you're going to deal with it on the second half um, as you kind of march towards back-to-back or whatever the case is. Okay, a couple things I want to plug in real quick. By the way, everybody who uh, uh, responded on Twitter, gave your thoughts on the postgame show, we appreciate you doing that, at Alan Sliwa on Twitter. Um, tomorrow, starting at 5 a.m., Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, and Travis. Um, tomorrow, the Travis and Sliwa show. So Travis is going to be working some double duties, 7 to 9 p.m. So just a reminder there, Jeannie Buss will join the show at 7.15. So incredibly, incredibly nice of Jeannie to take some time. Uh, looking forward to having that conversation with her. So remember, 7.15 tomorrow, uh, Jeannie Buss will join the show. Um, so our next broadcast from a Laker perspective, not until after the All-Star break. So that's going to be Friday, March 12th against the Indiana Pacers at Staples Center. As always, we greatly appreciate you guys spending some time with us. Uh, This has been the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.